Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. In a really amazing selection of other podcasts indicative of the recruitment market and the business market, for whatever reason you're listening now, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. We couldn't do this without our sponsor and our partners. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the show, but thank you to Pager, our sponsors, and our partners, Inclusion Crowd and Needy. And without further ado, let's jump in to get to know this week's guest. Today's guest is a long time coming on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And the reason being, she's the founder and CEO of one of our podcast partners. This is Louise Doyle, who is the founder and CEO of Needy, which is a wonderful, I call them my gift angels. They have created an AI-based platform using psychology to find the best gift for you. Now, actually, they call themselves a corporate gift finder, but I've used them for friends, for family, for myself. Um, and it's something that we, a company we partnered actually since 2022 as key recruitment for our customers. So I'm a huge supporter. And during this conversation, which is animated, it's electric, Lou's got such amazing, amazing energy. She's so inspiring. She came from a recruitment background. She understands how our world works. She really does. She talks through the journey of creating her amazing um, AI platform and app, why she's created a business partnership with um, merchants who are small business owners across the UK, and the sustainability is actually at the heart of everything she does, the ethical piece. If you're listening to this now as a business owner and you're in the process of launching your own app for candidates or for clients, possibly for both, then we've got some real golden nuggets for you. If you're a recruitment leader and you're about to go through fundraising or you're thinking about that as a route to expanding and scaling your business up, that's something that Needy's just recently gone through in 2023. So again, stand by. And finally, if you're quite a new recruiter listening, we have a very sweet ending to our podcast episode today in where Louise shares some insights into her wishes and dreams for those that are starting out and what she wished she'd known at the start of her career. You are truly in for a treat. Make sure you click on the needy link when you've listened to the episode if you've got any gifts that you need to get. As I say, we've been an actual customer of needy for over 18 months and we wouldn't go anywhere else now. Very proud to have them as partners. But enough from me. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And this This episode today has been a long time coming for a number of reasons, not least because this is one of our amazing proud partners of the podcast. This is Louise Doyle, and she's the founder and CEO of Needy, which is a corporate gift company that she's going to explain a little bit more about that we have been using since 2022. And I do talk about during the show when we explain a little bit about them as a sponsor, but I'm going to hand over to Louise now because she can explain exactly what needy is and a little bit about why we're partnering welcome to you today how are you oh thank you so much lisa it's so so lovely to be here i'm very very well thank you and yeah like you say a long time coming it feels doesn't it most definitely oh so a little bit about needy first of all i mean obviously you know quite a bit um but I actually thought I'd begin with one of our clients actually recently described us and they described us as their personal gifting service bestie. <laughs> their personal gifting service bestie, which I loved. 
Um, and I suppose the way that I would describe us to your listeners is the first thing I would say is I'd get them to think about when was the last time they received a corporate gift? What was it? You know, was it some branded swag? Was it a bottle of something from Tesco, generic box of chocolates or something? And then I would ask, how did that corporate gift make you feel? Mm-hmm. And the most, the biggest answer that we get from people is, uh, bit bit meh <laughs> and I think it's just that's the standard response isn't it and it actually turns out with research that over 50% of Brits admit to receiving gifts that they don't like and that results in one in five gifts ending up in landfill so I know and what that means is that businesses many businesses that we work with were spending and wasting over a million pounds a year sometimes so that's why we built Needy. Wow. Um, so we basically built a concierge gift matching service and that uses psychology and AI to pinpoint the perfect gift to your recipient, but from the best local independent businesses. And we're working right now with, oh, sorry, Lisha. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, I just love that. All of those points are why we partner you. Um, and I just want, I do just want to pick up on that. I didn't realise that about landfill. That is yeah, so no, horrific. Thanks. That that's what's happening when it is sent with good intentions. This is the thing that we're saying that you, you do, you're going out of your way to make somebody feel nice. But actually, the reality is that you're just making that person feel you don't know me at all. Or why did you bother? You know, it's so bad. Like, and you think because the really sad thing, you're right, like gifting from, from mine and Steph's point of view, my business partner, like. Yeah it is such a like a lovely thing that you're doing you're right and the fact that it can be so bad for the environment but also a bad gift is actually worse than sending no gift at all like there's research that shows yeah that literally if you send a bad gift like say somebody who who doesn't drink or somebody doesn't eat meat and you send them a bottle of wine or you send them you know a leg of lamb or something yeah like they're just gonna go you don't know me like I'm definitely it's horrible isn't it yeah, I just, I think that you've absolutely nailed it. And I think that, you know, people listening now, you probably have at some point, whether it's sent, a, you know, a good luck gift to a candidate that you're placing, because obviously our listeners are mainly recruiters, or if you're a leader and you've, you know, you're celebrating something, you know, maybe you've done a, an award winner's dinner or something like that, and you're trying to create something where it's special, honestly, hand on heart, are you just lining the pockets of the big supermarkets and it's the generic bottles of wine? Or is it actually you thought about what that, is meaning to that person and what I also love about needy and I know we're going to come on to talk about it is that you do, it's not just gifts it's experiences as well because I think that and I know we'll talk about maybe a little bit around the provenance of needy since covid people respect and value their time I think more than things a lot more so I'm being very very you know generic with that and a little bit hypothetical but I know for me and a lot of people I speak to you know one of the things that people want from a work incentive point of view is actually days off they want time time so actually creating an experience is so much yes. more meaningful than going nice bottle of champagne nice bottle of or box of chocolates whatever actually no do you know what I'd rather you sent me to a really nice I've done it haven't I where I've sent people on afternoon teas and that kind of thing agreed we've had clients that have sent their staff on it was just do you know what it was just like a local yoga thing it was like right. so and so has been working really hard on this project um we're sending her out just for a morning she's going to do a fully thing yoga she gets a smoothie bowl all of these things oh. that come with it and they were like oh my god she came back so zen we even had a message from the candidate as well that was said like we couldn't believe that my boss did that like it's memories you're absolutely mm-hmm. right yeah and it is but- and then and i know that you said there that one of your clients summed it up i think i summed it up actually off camera that it's like i've got my own gifting angel 
who mm. gets in my head. I literally, I'll leave a voice note and say, this is what I need. And she'll come back with two or three ideas, all from local suppliers, all sustainable. So the local merchant is benefiting. So we're putting money back into the economy, but through small businesses, not big corporates. I just, that's why I think people need to understand that we can change how we partner businesses. Agreed. And I think the thing that worries people most is the time. So, I mean, another random stat I've got up here in, up here in, the, in the hair um, is that it's over 80% of people find gift shopping stressful. Like there's wow. been surveys that say that people find it stressful. So right. the reason why people are going and getting that generic bottle of whatever from Tesco is because they're sitting there going, oh my God, I've overthought it. I've overthought it. And now I haven't got any time and now I'm going to be late. Mm. Whereas just like you said there, you can literally ping us a voice note or a message or an email. And then suddenly it's like, well, we've done all that hard work for you. We've gone, here are, which normally, what would Amy send you? Like three gifts yeah, max normally max. that you can yeah. choose from? Mm. She's like, these are three gifts that are perfect for the person that you're buying for. And it treats their personality perfectly and they support local businesses. So sometimes it's time. And the other thing's budget as well. I think it's so important. You know, you say, this is the budget that I can afford to spend on them right yep. now. So we're not going to send you anything that's over that. So you yep. don't have to worry about that either. Mm, yeah, no, I think that's really important. How do you actually choose your merchants? I'm really interested because I think that we can learn something here in terms of how we all make purchasing decisions. You know, whether it's you're listening to this and you're thinking about going with a new IT service or a new database or a new website designer how do we ensure that we you go through that process of assessing whether a merchant's going to match yeah. your values I think brilliant well the first thing is they have to be a independent business that's it okay. so that's number one the second thing is the quality of the product so we have to know so most of our merchants are actually either recommended to us by other right. people and that's a huge way that we get in touch with them. Um, their reviews are incredibly important to us. And we do have quite a long list of kind of interview questions that we have to go through wow. with them as well. And one of the things that's most important is their passion for people. Um, so it's, in our eyes, the only way you're going to have the best product that is premium and wonderful and the best customer service is if you truly care about people. Mm. So that's kind of where some of our, this is where some of our psychology based questions that come in with the gift matching come in. Mm. That's what we want. So all of our merchants are the best quality products and they absolutely love their people and customers will do anything for them. I love that. And I love that we've got all, we're all listening. If you're listening now, it's because you're interested in people. Before we come on to the psychology and the AI, because we're definitely going to be talking about that. What's been the weirdest request for a gift that anyone's made? Do you know? I've not prepared you for that, but I need, there must be something really peculiar or an experience or something. Um, so hilariously, I think this was Steph and Amy that possibly dealt with this. So they didn't actually tell me in exact words, but if I just mention it was a Valentine's extremely personal <laughs> related gift from somebody very unlikely. <laughs> I do. That's they, were very they were very oh. professional they dealt with it we got it it was absolutely fine I just remember I just remember yeah Amy's eyebrows had shot up a little bit and she wouldn't share the all details because you know she wanted to keep it all private but I just remember her sort of saying afterwards she's like yeah that one that one pushed me to my limits yeah wow <laughs> well do you know what though well done Amy you know what I'm, I absolutely adore you and I think you know no stigma attached but I love the discretion involved I'll have to have Absolutely. a think about that for Marcus for next Valentine's. But anyway, moving on. So you mentioned there that one of the key one of the key reasons, apart from the fact that you're our amazing partner and that we use you, we are one of your clients, is the psychology where it meets AI. And obviously, AI has blown up this year. Yeah. You know, we we are in a world that this is the most transformative thing that 
the world has gone through since industrialization in the 19th century. So just talk me through, first of all, how you're using AI and then how you're then bringing the psychology into the AI. We are so proud at the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to be sponsored by Pager. Pager helps recruiters to build personal brands, to identify new business opportunities, to attract those hard-to-find candidates, and to basically have better conversations. Now, you will have a large network that you want to build credibility with on LinkedIn, and sometimes posting content every day feels impossible. Now, that changes once you have Pager. Pager provides you with the ideas, the content, and the scheduling capability for, to produce daily content to build out your own personal brand in minutes. And for business development too. Pager identifies companies that are advertising jobs, have key hiring indicators such as funding rounds, mergers, acquisitions, or senior appointments, and then alerts you to this daily. Pager also enables you to write candidate-centric job adverts without bias in seconds. So once you advertise your job, Pager will then automatically create a branded post and publish it to LinkedIn without you even having to lift a finger. So when you want to actively source candidates, you can create complex Boolean strings in seconds. All you need to do is to provide the job title and location. Now, Pager is making thousands and thousands of recruiters smarter and faster. For more information, click on the link pager.co to book your demo. And remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when inquiring. Now, back to the episode. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, first of all, completely agree with you. I just think that AI and tech can be so helpful in scaling and getting the right answers and all, and all that kind of stuff. But I also want to put the caveat in place as well that sort of says for us, the psychology and the human element is so important too. So we have, you know, our, our challenge the whole time with kind of integrating tech into what we do has been ensuring that we also make sure we never lose the personal touch. The gift matching stays really, you know, on point and personal. Mm. And what's going to happen with us, the way that we're scaling our AI, is we're going to be using humans along the way to check it literally all the way, basically, right until we get to a stage when our AI is, is learned so much that it's able to do more itself. So the way that we use it is we've pinpointed some core psychological questions that help you to match the perfect gift to your recipients. And what we're able to do is we're actually using, um, it's natural learning, it's, sorry, it's natural language. So we're actually able to use AI to harvest some of the natural language that we're using between us and our customers to work out, great, that's how we've matched the perfect gift to the recipient. Now let's use that to generate what the next best gift match would be. And we, at the moment, we make sure that all of our gift matches have to come to at least 80% of accuracy. And if they don't, then we'll go off the platform and find a brand new gift for them that's not on there. Okay. Um, and for like I say, as over time, at the moment, our gift matching, you know, it can take anything between, let's say sort of 10 minutes to, you know, half a day, if it's a really big order or something. Mm. And with the AI, what's happening is it's going to allow us to do that quicker and more instant for some of our clients, which is fantastic. Wow, it just honestly, it's just absolutely remarkable. And you are an absolute, 
you know, blueprint for how companies should not be scared of AI, should be incorporating it. Because obviously in recruitment, you can imagine it's having a huge sort of psychological knock-on effect. I think people are either bracing themselves for them possibly not having a job or they're embracing it. But it's the key word there is that human element of the AI. It's the human using it. It's not AI replacing the human. That's it. And I suppose my advice on that bit is when you're looking to use it, we we made sure that we understood really clearly what it was, what the solution was that we wanted the AI to fix. Don't just don't just look at it as solving your whole business problem. No, no. You know, for us, it's like we want our gift matches to come quicker, right? Yes, so at yeah. the moment, it's that's it. We want it to come quicker. So in order for it to come quicker, then this is what it needs to do. And then we mapped it out really carefully. We've got some really great developers who've also got commercial brains as well. And then from that, we're able to really do our roadmap. I think some of the mistakes I've seen maybe with other tech companies have been where they've just gone, we're a tech company or we're using tech to solve the whole problem. And I don't think that's the answer. You have to have a really clear roadmap and blueprint of what you want it to do. And then you can still keep that human element involved. That was really interesting advice, actually, because I'm speaking to, I mean, obviously all my clients are recruitment business owners and a a large part of our audience are leaders um, listening and wanting to elevate what they're doing. And some have um, started to explore actually developing their own app as a business, whether it's matching candidates. So what would your advice be to anyone listening now that's not quite there yet, but is thinking of doing this for their sector and launching an app? Really love that. I suppose actually, so apart from, yeah, what I've just said there previously about making sure you know exactly what that pain point is Mm. and addressing it. Mm. My next actually piece of advice would be, Patty, go for it and go for it quickly. Do not, once you've you've decided what it is that you want to do, do not become an absolute perfectionist about it. And I know a lot of company leaders can be, um, you know, you want, when you launch it, you want your app to be amazing. You want it to be this, you want it to be that. No, like get your minimum viable product out quickly. Okay. I would say don't be super protective about who you tell. Yes, you can send NDAs out to people and get people to sign stuff for confidentiality. You can, but what's most important right now in this market, I think is getting people's opinions, get, get that minimum viable products, get that, get that little tester out there, test it on as many people as you possibly can get feedback because there are going to be more iterations. Mm. So if you're that person that waits and waits until it's perfect, you're never going to launch it. Someone might get there first, all of that. Whereas I would say, get it out there, trust your gut, get the tests and then get that feedback. If I may say so. So don't, don't procrastinate, just fucking do it. That's the one. Nailed it. There we go. I nailed it. No, I do love it. I think that's really useful advice. And I, I mean, I'm, you know, a huge advocate of people just, you know, going for it. Nothing's ever perfect. And you're always going to adapt and evolve whatever you do, even if you think something's perfect right now. And you look back over a period of time and think, God, how did we even get any customers when we looked like that or sounded like that? But you did and you will. So I absolutely echo everything that you're saying now as we record this in the summer of 2023 and by the time this is aired it's possible that you've already gone through this I know that you are going through the process of fundraising and again this is something that will be echoed in the recruitment sector there are not a large number of small business potentially that go through fundraising or also possibly looking at mergers acquisitions that kind of thing what would your advice be specifically for those listeners who are thinking of going down the fundraising route The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is thrilled to be partnering with Inclusion Crowd. Inclusion Crowd put the D into diversity, but do it disruptively. We love that. Really reflecting what we're about. I was introduced to Inclusion Crowd back in 2020. 
And I've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector. They believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society. And that no matter who you are listening now, you have a story to tell. You have a contribution to make. An inclusion crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story, but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion crowd, like the Recruiters Recruitment podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialize in our industry. What we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body for the Inclusion and Diversity Certification Mark within recruitment. We are so proud to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. Amazing. So, fundraising my gosh has this been a journey um I think we initially set out thinking it was going to be ever so slightly easier than it was um obviously all sorts of things came into play a recession and various other tech bubbles bursting and so on as they do um but do you know what we've done it um Steph and I in fact do you know I tell you something that me and Steph are really proud of Leisha so we've actually um, just received yesterday into our account a major investment from a venture capitalist, a wow. tech venture capitalist. Oh, wow. And that as a result, so they they have been amazing. They have been supportive. They have been, they understand our business. They believe that we're going to scale really quickly. And they really give VC money a good name, mm. um, which is not something that you necessarily hear about a lot. And I think that, in fact, I found a stat recently, it was only 2% of venture capitalist funding goes to female founders. So we've actually wow. realised that we're in the 2%, which is, which is Crikey, incredible. Crikey, Charlotte, we need to do something about that stat, listeners. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I suppose this is where I think I'm quite passionate, both Steph and I are on the subject, because... If, you, if we'd actually taken any notice of the odds that we were against and seen what the journey was likely, we'd never have started it. We'd never have done it. Yeah. But we didn't. We always, th- I think the reason that, we, that got us to today where we have been funded, and this is a mixture of, like I say, VC funding and angel investments, um, angel investors too, okay. is because, number one, we have always believed in Needy and our, our long run, like we we know it can work. We did what we just said earlier about the tech. We got it out there. We tested it. People loved what we were doing. We could literally go back and say, people want what we're offering. We just yeah. need to scale it. We bootstrapped for as long as we could. Um, and I think that's really important as well to show traction and show that it works. And we have always hit our business goals against all odds, which you know, like I'm, I'm ex-recruitment, love recruitment as well. We know how important it is to hit your business goals. 
And we managed to do that. We hit our, you know, all of our sales goals, even when, you know, we had my sales director and my head of customer service, both off on maternity leave and our busiest sales time. There's been, yeah, recessions that have come down. There's been all these things that have happened, but we're still hitting our targets. And I think if you can be certain that you've written a good business plan, good targets, you continue to achieve them. And most importantly, with fundraising, that you're updating all of your potential investors every month. Tell them every month, this is what we happened this month. We're like, we've onboarded Virgin as a client this month. We've onboarded Microsoft as a client this month. You know, it's great. They want to share that good news with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So communicate, I suppose, is the other thing and be yourself. That would be the final thing. Don't bullshit. Sorry for want of a better word. Mm. You have to literally, they have to, they have to believe in you and your passion once and for all. So don't put a big corporate bow. Don't do your corporate speak. It's cringy. It doesn't work. Be you in front of these investors. That's your, that's the only chance you'll get. I think. Amazing advice. I mean, I can't, I cannot let you go without focusing on the fact that you are a female led business so we do get a lot of our listeners are new recruiters who are forging their way through their recruitment career um the gender balance has definitely i think in my 25 years in recruitment has has shifted i think there's a lot more acceptance around things like menopause menstruation maternity leave parental rights flexible working but what would the want it be to that louise of however many years ago starting out her career what would that so you can become that future let's tip that two percent to 98 percent, please how what would the advice be to that young louise starting out her career we are so proud to be partners of needy the gifting revolution here at key recruitment we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. I love that question. And I genuinely believe it would be have that confidence, trust trust your gut more. Like if you know, you've seen, like say you've been in recruitment for a while, like I was, I was, you know, I loved my time in recruitment. I loved hitting the targets. I loved it when I was the top biller, like all of those sort of things that makes you feel incredible, doesn't it? And placing like, look at what you've done, believe in yourself and don't feel like you always have to take everyone else's advice. I think I, maybe at the beginning, I think I may have surrounded myself with slightly too many advisors because like, oh, they're really good at that. They're really good at that. And I had so many people coming that actually I lost my own voice a little bit. So I think, yeah, mine would be listen to your own voice, listen to your gut, believe in yourself 
and just give it a bloody go like there's nothing to lose literally nothing to lose yeah definitely I, I actually don't know why but the theme of this has been um, just fucking do it and that might be the name on the title because <laughs> we can I can call it what I like so oh my god I knew you'd be amazing <laughs> and we've just covered so much in a really short period of time but if that's not nailing a podcast episode I don't know what is so what is what's ahead in 2024 and beyond for needy what do we need to look out for can you tell us are you allowed to say well uh so our tech development is starting to happen which is fantastic so alongside our wonderful what, what's it you're calling it? your your angel my angel my gift angel <laughs> your gifting angel alongside your gifting angel there'll also be some fabulous tech in the background that's going to really be starting to push us ahead of the competition in a big way um this year we are about so in 2023 we're going to be hitting over a million pounds in sales for our small independent businesses that's what I love it's it's not just for us like those that million pounds is going directly to independent businesses around the UK so I love that um and next year we're going to be going global so we've already onboarded some ginormous clients I might have named dropped a few earlier might have done Um, (laughs) were you you listening listeners because I was ginormous like literally from FTSE 100s to global giants so yeah we're we're going global basically so our gift matching service will be around the world well I'm manifesting that for you not least because where you're listening to this now you are around the globe we have a we have a very wonderful diverse global um audience all the way to Canada down to Australia across to Europe obviously Ramsbottom um of course not forgetting putting Ramsbottom out but on a serious note that is fantastic news well we are wonderfully proud to be you know supporters of you customers of you and we are right here watching everything unfold so thank you so much for joining us on the recruiters recruitment podcast thank you